Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. 300 to go, and the Irish horse sprints clear. State of rest a length. Animo follows it through, and very elegant to the outside at the 200. State of rest a neck. Animo, very elegant late. It's state of rest at the 100. Animo wearing it down. State of rest just in front of Animo. State of rest holding on. State of rest, I think, has just won for the Emerald Isle from Animo, and very elegant. Then came Moonga. Yeah, state of rest takes out the uh, the Cox Plate there, and uh, well, it was about a half an hour later until the um, protest was uh, eventually dismissed. Um, so the Irish uh, trainer Joseph O'Brien and uh, his his fellow uh, his Irish hoop there, uh, John Allen, they had to survive um, well half an hour of, of sweating, I guess, waiting to see those that were on Animo, like a number of my mates were. Um, the longer it went. We, we, and I was sort of, I jumped on the Animo gravy train as well. I was actually going to back Animo. It was a bit too short for me. But um, the longer it went, I thought, you know what? This is this is going to be uphill for sure. Mm. And when you kept seeing replay after replay after replay, um, the other horse, the winning horse, it, it definitely changed course and, and shifted in. Shifted in a, a good meter or more. And, and Animo... Craig Williams has forced to stop with the whip, and it really lost momentum. I, I reckon, I reckon it wins for sure, Animo, if it's not checked, um, like it was. But anyway, um, it was. I mean, it, it's very. I don't say seldom races are upheld. Well, it is seldom they are upheld, but you have to have so much proof. It's almost like you know those penalty tries or the eight point tries, you know, or the penalty try rather, where referee is convinced mm. it's going to be a, a try. Um, I thought unlucky. Andrew Hawkins is now joining us. Now, he's a former Sky Racing analyst and editor of ANZ Bloodstock News, uh, now racing manager too at Highclere, I think. It is Highclere Racing. Um, Andrew, thanks for joining us, mate. I appreciate it. No, good to be with you. What are your thoughts on this um, with Animo? Right decision made or not? Oh, look, I mean, it was one of those things where every time you watched it back and forth, you just you just kept thinking... Oh, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. I mean, look, if, if I had been a steward and I was there, I would have upheld it. Um, I think that there was enough there to say that he would have won without the interference. But uh, I think the, the uh, penalty try uh, analogy mm. is really quite good because I think it is a case where you've got to be able to prove it uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, and uh, look, I don't know whether you could prove it beyond a reasonable doubt if, if you'd got even just a sliver closer than perhaps you could have been able to prove it. But uh, mm. I was surprised. Racing Victoria came out yesterday and came out with quite a... Um, the, the stewards and uh, uh, the head steward, uh, Robert Cram, came out and said definitively they did not believe he would have won. And I don't think you can say no. Uh, no. definitively he wouldn't have won. So um, it just adds another wrinkle to it. But personally, I, I think I would have upheld it. Mm. Uh, and and um, you don't have protests lasting that long. I can't recall a protest lasting that long in a in a in a Group One big race for for quite some time. No, um, I remember being on air at Sky when uh, they had the Kentucky Derby mm. uh, 
what, 2019, when there was a, there was an objection there and it was upheld in the end. Um, but the U.S. rules are very different, and uh, that one that one went for 22 minutes. And I remember that thinking that was as, as long as I've ever seen, and this this one went uh, almost 10 minutes longer. So uh, I think that really speaks to the gravity of the protest, and I think it speaks to the fact that there was grounds for a protest as well. Mm, no, definitely, and uh, high drama, wasn't it? Uh, on race day um, again, a big, big race like a Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup, Cox Plate, um, Golden Slipper. You had the favourite withdrawn very early on race day. That was uh, high drama. Absolutely, and uh, look, it always it always causes uh, you know, causes a bit of drama, causes a bit of a bit of a sensation. And um, look, you know, it, we're lucky that it happens rarely, but those days that it does, it's uh, it really throws everything open. And, and uh, uh, look, I think the, the protest was the right way for, for yesterday to finish, given it had been such a dramatic week. Uh, you know, they started on Tuesday. They they didn't let the Japanese uh, import Kao no Teak run. Uh, they came through later in the week. The gold trip wasn't being allowed to run. Um, the, the RBL vet's not passing him uh, as fit to run. Uh, Zaki coming out, and then you have a protest. I mean, it was a, it was a dramatic Cox place. And, uh, you know, again... Yeah, these sorts of things, uh, all of them to line up in a row, especially for such a big race, is is very, very, very rare. But uh, mm. I think it adds to the drama and actually makes for a more exciting uh, race, especially in hindsight. Yeah, no, fair call too. Um, great lead-in, then, isn't it? It's, it's a Melbourne Cup. It's on Tuesday week. It's it's only just around the corner, first Tuesday in November. What do you make of, of incentivise? I mean, any other horse doing what, what he's doing right now? And uh, I believe he, he's going to start shortest-priced favourite since since Farlap. That's correct. He's, uh, he's on, on track to be the uh, shortest-priced favourite since Farlap, which is, which is quite something. Um Look, he's the one to beat. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you've also got to remember that in the last 40 years, only one horse has carried as much weight as he's going to have to carry. Mm. Uh, and that was Maccabi Diva when she won her third cup. So it is difficult to do. And uh, this year as well, it's it's uh, more interesting because quite a few of these horses right down near the limit are going to get in. So there's going to be quite a few horses there getting a lot of weight off him. Um, whereas in previous years, because there's been so many internationals, it's really uh, limited the spread. So it's going to be a fascinating Melbourne Cup. It may not have the class of, of some previous years, but I, I just can't wait for this Melbourne Cup. It's a, it's a Melbourne Cup where there are so many different potential storylines. There's so many different horses. If you want to take on Incentivise, there are plenty of horses there that can beat him uh, if, if they get mm. circumstances uh, to suit. So um, I think the next sort of nine, ten days leading up into the, the Melbourne Cup are going to be really fascinating, and I, I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm talking to Andrew Hawkins. He is uh, currently the racing manager at, at High Clare Racing. High Clare, that's the right uh, pronunciation. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, uh, named after a UK, uh, UK organisation and place. Okie doke. Yeah. Now, um, with the Melbourne Cup, though, and incentivised being going to be very skinny odds, I mean, I think you know, most most punters in a Melbourne Cup are very reluctant to take a short price favourite. Um, I certainly won't be. It's one of those races, isn't it, where um, in recent years uh, the, the favourite hasn't, hasn't often won. Yeah, it is a race where you need so many things to go right that uh, uh, you'd be mad to back the favourite at that price. I mean... Uh, look, you, you know, I'm sure that there'll be a lot of conjecture about incentivise. Is he is he far up? And, and mm. look, he's not far up from from what we've seen. Um, although, look, his career's still young. But um, I think I think it is a race where you can be be backing things at a bigger price. And the thing is, um, him being so short is going to create the market to allow you to take bigger prices about things that that shouldn't be 
um, anywhere near that price. Um, mm. I mean, a horse like Mary Elegant coming out of yesterday, um, you know, she's going to be she's going to be close to twenty to one, and and yeah. that's the wrong price about a horse who's a nine-time Group One winner, no matter how much weight she's got to carry. Um, and and mm. there's just there's so many there that you can make a case for. Absolutely. Well, back to Sydney Ice Bath finally gets a big race in the inaugural Invitation. A good reward for for his trainer. Absolutely, and I think with Ice Bath too, it's uh, interesting. Uh, she's a mare that uh, uh, generally likes uh, wet tracks and heavy tracks, but uh, it was a really quite a firm, good three yesterday, and uh, she still managed to win. So it was really good to, to see her do it. She's she's been so close in so many big races. Uh, she deserved that, and I'm sure that's not the last big race uh, win she'll have in her. Mm. She um she she got me out of a bit of trouble ice bath yesterday so that was um thank oh, you that's to, good <laughs> thank you to her and to Brad Brad Widdop the trainer there now uh, Manicato on Friday uh, quickly Jonka gets some big black type with that win in a tough race wasn't it it was um, look the thing with Jonka is he's a horse who's always promised so much. Um, he was favourite in a Magic Millions two-year-old classic very early on in his career, and um, he he just got absolutely uh, poleaxed. And he's never quite been the same horse, although he's shown glimpses of it at times. But he just needs a lot to go right uh, on the speed, which is what happened the other night. Um, you know, he had a couple of good horses chasing in Bella Nepotina and ingratiating. But Jonka, he deserved that. He was uh, he's always promised to win a big sprint, and and he's finally got it. And I'm sure that's not going to be the last for him either. Mm. Andrew, thanks for jumping on the line, mate. Appreciate uh, talking that and trying to wrap up all of yesterday's racing. It's not easy to do in, you know, five or ten minutes, but uh, you certainly shed a lot of light. Um, and, and thanks for joining us. Cheers, Chris. Thank you. There is uh, Andrew Hawkins. So he's a former Sky Racing analyst, uh, editor of ANZ Bloodstock News, and uh, now racing manager at Highclere Racing. And uh, knows his stuff, doesn't he? But, you know, incentivise. You, 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 I, I certainly cannot get on incentivise for the Melbourne Cup. Uh, when, uh, you know, at odds of, of what you'd be lucky to get, maybe lucky to get $2.50. Uh, um, you yeah. know, no, 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 thank you. Keep those texts coming through. Uh, Magoo, Magoo has sent me a text oh. through. Magoo has said, Chris, uh, lovely listening to the show. Um, you said, is there a word undroppable? And Magoo is telling me, yes, there is a word undroppable. I was referring to Aaron Finch and the fact that you've got the C next to your name doesn't mean you are undroppable. Great to uh, have you listening, Magoo. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon. It's two past two.